Greetings, fellow Federationists. Today is Thursday, February 29th, 2024, and this is Presidential Release 536, live from Members Hall at the National Federation of the Blind, Jernigan Institute. Happy Leap Day to uh, everyone. It's not often you can say that on a presidential release. It might be the first time ever. Not sure about that. But uh, it is uh, kind of a special day. And I have a lot to share on this release. So I am going to just jump right in. And the first is a reminder that March 31st is the deadline for our National Federation of the Blind Scholarships. We should be promoting this program, the largest scholarship program for blind college students. Uh, and of course, it's not just the merit scholarships, but the connection with the National Federation of the Blind and the mentoring. We got to get those scholarship applications in. Plenty of time to promote the scholarship opportunities in and around your affiliate to blind students. The website is scholarships. Dot nfb .org. We have just 31 days from today to get the scholarships in, so please uh, connect with students to do that. Since we're talking about deadlines and, and planning and events, I wanted to uh, remind all uh, Federationists, because I haven't taken the opportunity yet this year, that when we're planning for events in the Federation, we would ask you to consult our diversity, equity, and inclusion calendar that can be found on our website. It gives you helpful information about uh, important dates that may cause conflicts uh, with certain religions or other holidays. And so that calendar is a five-year rolling calendar. It's available on our diversity page at our website, and it, it helps give you some guidance on avoiding days that might limit people's participation in Federation events. The calendar goes from 2024 to 2028, so it covers five years, and it allows us to plan ahead. Of course, I would encourage you always to first and foremost talk with members in the affiliate about dates that might uh, pose a potential conflict. But this is a great resource put together and vetted by our Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Committee. You can find that at nfb.org slash DEI. I'd encourage you to use it. Now, many, many things to talk about on this release, but the most important and what we're going to spend our time on is the 2024 Convention of the National Federation of the Blind. Now, the convention uh, is meaningful on, on many different levels. First and foremost, the convention is the supreme authority of the organization, the convention runs our national movement, sets policies, elects our board of directors, sets direction for the organization, and it is the largest concentration of the collective wisdom and authenticity of the blind community. It's a tremendous opportunity to share ideas, best practices, and really to continue raising our expectations for ourselves. I know that for me, every convention uh, brings something new. It brings a lift in spirit, 
and expectations. It, it broadens my perspective about where we can go and the heights that we can reach as blind people. And most importantly, it, it refuels uh, my tank for the year ahead. Um, I know that despite whatever discrimination, frustrations, uh, condescending attitudes that I have experienced over the previous 51 weeks of the year, that it will all be erased by being at our national convention and getting that shot of hope that comes from our annual family reunion. And most importantly, great things happen when we come together at convention. And our conventions are successful because of the work of, of literally hundreds of uh, members, volunteers, our, our tremendous staff who all come together and make the convention possible. So let me talk to you about a number of convention items here uh, as we kick off, I guess, the convention registration season. First of all, the theme for our 2024 convention is Believe, Dream, Include, Lead, Champion. These are, of course, the brand values that were articulated in our strategic plan. And so uh, we decided that we would use it as the baseline for our 2024 convention, which will be held July 3 through July 8th at the Rosen Center in sunny Orlando, Florida. And the last time we were at the Rosen Center was 2015. We set a world record the first time the Federation was designated as officially amazing. Now, if you're tuned into this live, congratulations, because you're going to get a sneak peek. So um, for those of you that are hearing this recorded at a chapter meeting later, just know that had you tuned in live, you could have got this. But the sneak peek for our presidential release listeners is that although it's not March 1st, you can go to the website right now and register for the convention. So you can get in early. You could be participant number one. Uh, you don't need to wait. You can go to the website and get registered and uh, make sure you got your spot. Now, to do that, you're going to go to nfb.org slash registration. Pretty simple. nfb.org slash registration. Registration is still $25 when you register online. The banquet tickets are $75 when you buy your ticket online. Registration online in advance uh, does give you the benefit of saving a few dollars compared to taking care of that business at the convention. Online registration is open through May 31st. So you got time, but why wait, right? You're going to come to the convention. And if you uh, do run into any difficulties with our registration or you um, have a question about the registration arrangements, you can send an email to convention registration, all one word, convention registration at nfb.org. Now, you should register, but it's not enough to register. You probably want a room to stay in. Rosen doesn't have a great lawn, so you want to stay at their wonderful hotel. It's a, it's a great hotel, and uh, we have worked out another uh, great deal with the Rosen property. If you haven't been there, their staff is top-notch, and uh, it's, it's a hotel worth staying at, and the ownership there uh, is not just committed to excellence for all customers, genuinely appreciates 
the mission and members of the National Federation of the Blind. So room rates are as follows. For singles and doubles, $129 a night. For triples and quads, the room rate is $139 a night. Now, that includes occupancy taxes and surcharges, which are an additional 13.5%. You can make your reservation by calling the hotel at one 800 204 That number again, one 800 204-7234. When you call, you should ask for the NFB convention block. The uh, hotel will take a deposit of $146 to um, hold your reservation that is uh, required as part of our contract. I will say this uh, many times uh, tonight probably, and you will hear it many times over the, the coming weeks. You can get this information and really all convention information at our website, nfb.org convention. You should bookmark that. That's really uh, the place to get all of the updates as we get closer to the convention. Now, I do have a number of other convention details important ones to share with you as we kick off this convention season and registration. The first is to talk about our 2024 convention ambassadors. As always, the NFB convention ambassadors will assist in making the 2024 convention a welcoming and empowering experience for all of our attendees. Ambassadors play an important role in uh, sharing accurate information, providing access to information at key locations within the convention, and generally serving as a positive influence on the convention and solving problems. If you have been to convention, you know who these people are. These are the folks that have served as talking signs that have made sure that uh, you know where the escalators are or where the doors to key meetings are, who have uh, helped to uh, give you directions to this and that place and who have answered questions. And uh, our ambassadors are all volunteer members who take on assignments to help all convention attendees, whether it's your first or your 50th convention, have a great experience. This year, our convention uh, ambassador committee is uh, trying some new approaches to enhance our work at the convention. And we are creating a very simple application process for members to apply to serve as a convention ambassador and be part of the ambassador committee. Individuals will be appointed to the committee uh, before the national convention and you will receive information and training from our committee co-chairs, Dan Burke of Colorado and Corb O'Connor of Minnesota. 
they will be again heading up this important committee and uh, hats off to, to Dan and Corb for again a lot of great work that happens uh, behind the scenes you probably don't know it they uh, work very hard to get people in the right places when they're needed but they do need people so please consider giving some of your time at the convention to be an ambassador now you don't need to be an ambassador to help make the convention experience positive. Step one is be patient at the elevators, right? But there's many things you can do. But for those of you who are interested in stepping up, doing that little extra, being on call when we need people in certain places, especially at the front end of the convention when everybody's checking in or on banquet night or other key moments, please consider uh, applying more details will be posted to our convention pages in uh, the coming weeks now some who may be hearing this are thinking well i've never been to the convention what would i do uh, why should i come well i'm here to tell you we do want you to come and our kenneth jernigan fund committee wants to help make it possible for you to be at the convention because our Kenneth Jernigan Fund, one of the things that it does is help provide financial support to make it possible for members to attend their very first convention. The first timer program of the Kenneth Jernigan Fund has now been going for, I guess this would be close to hitting 25 years now. That's a lot of impact on helping elevate expectations for blind people. I uh, particularly love interacting with our first timers, whether it's at the Rookie Roundup, coming across people in the hallways or exhibit halls or having folks visit in the presidential suite. Uh, 2023, the very first person to come by the presidential suite when the door swung open for the first time was a first timer. So we'll see if that can happen this year. It's really great to get to know the first timers and uh, the ideas and energy they bring to the convention. So to apply for funding from the Kenneth Jernigan Fund, applications are due on April 15th, and you must also reach out to your affiliate president for a letter of recommendation as part of your applications. So April 15th is your deadline. Details and the online application form can be found, you can probably guess it, nfb.org slash convention. Everything's there. I do encourage you to participate in the convention and you will be able to find on our convention page also our first timers guide. I do also encourage our affiliates to continue to do the great work of connecting with our first timers, making them uh, welcome and helping them navigate, which when it's your first time can be kind of a crazy experience and a little overwhelming. So this is where um, the affiliates are very helpful in making sure that everybody does feel welcome and connected when they walk into the convention. Now, I have a challenge for all of you. So um, please, Kenneth Jernigan Fund committee members, please don't listen to this part. But for the rest of you, I want you to make their decisions really hard. So get lots of applications in uh, and uh, make the work of the committee very difficult. Maybe we'll set a record number of first timers at this year's convention. And thank you to our Kenneth Jernigan Fund committee for the work that goes into that. 
Now, in previous releases, we've shared the concerns that some of our members have about the travel advisories that have been issued about the state of Florida by uh, other civil rights organizations. And tonight, as part of our convention kickoff, I'm here to give you an update on our commitment to make sure that we're doing everything we can to support the participation of members in our convention who may feel that the state of Florida is not uh, safe and welcoming to them. So tonight we are launching the National Federation of the Blind Convention Ally Network, or CAN, get it, CAN, and it's because we can demonstrate our positive approach uh, to share and uplift our members who might need the support of the Federation family in places like Florida. So the Convention Ally Network is a new program that we put together and I'm looking forward to how it's gonna play out and what the results are and what it might teach us for future conventions. The goal of this network is to uh, specifically help facilitate the participation in our convention and to support those individuals who may feel unsafe because of the laws that have been adopted in the state of Florida. Now, you can sign up to be either a, uh, a convention ally or someone who is receiving support from the convention ally network. We need both individuals to sign up. So if you feel this would be helpful to you, please uh, come to our nfb.org slash convention and sign up on the form. And if you would like to be an ally and uh, do what you can to make sure that those who may feel unsafe know that um, they have uh, not just one person, but hundreds who have their back, but definitely an ally who is willing to be at their side when needed, please sign up. The form is really easy. I know because I filled it out today myself. Submissions uh, will be confidential and there will be training for allies on how to uh, make your part in, uh, of the network and your allyship effective. The network is not intended to replace the great work that our affiliates already do to support first-time attendees and uh, blind people, uh, newly blind people, and getting out into the convention and uh, learning to travel with a long white cane and that sort of thing. So the, all of the work of our affiliates and divisions and chapters to get people involved in the convention and the experience still stands. This convention ally network is uh, specifically to help support those who uh, want to be at the convention despite um, their concerns about safety because of laws in the state of Florida. Again, nfb.org slash convention. I do hope you'll take a moment, become a convention ally, and sign up for support if you need it. That's a lot, right? <laughs> I do have a number of Federation family notes that I regret to have to share with you on this release. And uh, from Maryland, I regret to report the passing of Perry Blackstone, was an active member in our Baltimore area chapters. 
He passed away on February 12, 2024. Perry was uh, an active member of our seniors division as well. And his passing was very unexpected and very sudden. Now, actually, we have a number of members, uh, coincidentally, that we lost on February 12th. Also on February 12th from Maryland, we lost uh, Steve Montgomery, a longtime member of our Central Maryland chapter after a long illness. From Louisiana, Pam Allen uh, shares that uh, she is sad to share that Miriam Jones, a dedicated member of the New Orleans chapter, passed away on February 12. She was 84 years old. So please keep all of those individuals in your thoughts and prayers. But also from Georgia, we've learned of the passing of Mr. William Gardner in January. He was a longtime member of the NFB chapter in Chatham County in, in Georgia, and he once served as the chapter president there. From Oregon, Kurt Wagner, who's the president of the uh, Rose City chapter, reports the passing of Jerry Garofalo, who was a longtime member of the Rose City chapter in Portland, Oregon. He passed away on Sunday, February 3rd, 2024, surrounded by family and friends. It's shared that Jerry was an avid Braille user and uh, could always be heard pounding away on his Braille writer when he took uh, calls on his landline. He never missed a White Sox game on the radio. So keep uh, Jerry in your thoughts and prayers. From Ohio, we've learned of the passing of Jim Sheets on February 9th, 2024. Jim was a member of the Greater Akron chapter it's noted that Jim's partner, Pat, is currently the chapter treasurer. From Washington, Marcy Carpenter says that she's sad to report that Maria Bradford, a longtime member and leader in the National Federation of the Blind of Washington, died on Saturday, February 10th, 2024. She it's, uh, noted that she joined the Federation in 1973. She served as a chapter president and as an affiliate board member and officer over her time uh, in the Federation. She had a very kind heart and was devoted to the work and mission of the Federation and its importance in the lives of blind people. Marcy also reports the passing of Dominic Williams on uh, December 4th, 2023, and says that Dominic was a member of our Clark 
County chapter from uh, Michigan. I'm really sorry to tell you of the passing of Paulette Powell, who died uh, earlier this week. Paulette was a dedicated and avid member of the National Federation of the Blind of Michigan. She uh, is, of course, uh, the wife of Michael Powell, who is President Emeritus in Michigan. I uh, definitely urge you to keep Michael and uh, all of the members who have been positively impacted by Paulette's contributions to the movement in your thoughts and prayers. And I uh, would encourage you to uh, keep all of these uh, members, their friends, their family, and those we might not have known about uh, in your prayers. Some really um, significant contributions to the movement represented in these Federation notes this month. Pam, I think that's the long, lengthy list of things I had. So it's back to you. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. Join us for the next presidential release on Wednesday, April 3rd at 8 p.m. Eastern via Zoom, the Nation's Blind YouTube channel, our internet stream, or by asking your Amazon device to open Nation's Blind. You can contact President Riccobono at 410-659-9314 or via email at officeofthepresident at nsb.org. Thank you. And I will turn it back to you, President Arcano. No, no, you can't do that. you got to tell them where the presidential release is going to oh, be. I, well, I didn't know if you, it was the big you gotta, deal. Are you keeping it a secret? No, no, we're, oh, ha we're okay. happy. We are well, you very, should tell them. Well, I'm very excited to say that we'll be broadcasting live from the Louisiana Center for the Blind. There we go. There we go. That is what I have for this presidential release. We obviously have a lot happening. Of course, we're in the midst of our 94th leadership seminar here at the national office. This coming week, we got teachers coming to our building along with the American Printing House for the Blind for training on the new Monarch tactile display. A uh, week or so after that, we'll be hosting our Jacobus Tenbrook Disability Law Symposium. There are many spring conventions happening, not just in Washington this weekend, but many other places. So there's a lot of activity in the next month for us to be excited about as we gear up for our national convention. With that, I'll leave you with our customary endings. Let's go build the National Federation of the Blind. Hello, Oriana. Hi. You have some jokes for us for leap year? Yep. Excellent. What happened to the frog's car when it broke down on the street? I don't know. What? It got towed. Oh. What do you call a frog with no hind legs? A half a meal for someone that eats frog legs? Unhoppy. Oh, unhoppy. Do you have another joke for us? Yes. Why did the student eat his homework? I have no idea. Because his teacher told him it was a piece of cake. Oh. The preceding message was brought to you by Mark Riccobono, President, National Federation of the Blind, 410-659-9314, Office of the President at nfb.org. Follow President Riccobono on Mastodon. Just search for at president at nfb.social. Let's go build the National Federation of the Blind.